who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, readers, to The Lucky Die. Previously, Lafrin introduces Fire to Ice, Rao receives news of Hagen, Squash meets a fairy tale, and Zoltana flirts with a beautiful princess. Our heroes persuade Hester to give the folks of the Vortex a chance to visit the well, or at least he agrees to speak with them. Once the thief problem has been taken care of, Hester and the herd take the team towards Red Rock City, where they meet an elven princess from a storybook. How many times has Hester transformed since coming into Bellum? Who built Red Rock City? And will Zoltana get a chance to speak with Lillian again? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to The Lucky Die. find yourself in front of the library there are statues that go up this very long staircase up to the wall of this library that apparently has no door on the left side of the staircase you see that there are five statues on the right hand side you see there is another five statues the person is the same in each but something about each of the statues is slightly different 
The first statues that you come across are wearing heavy armors and carrying ginormous weapons, like comically large weapons, like you would think you'd see in Soul Calibur 2. They're so big, so anime. They are massive. Whoa, that's From nightmare. swords wow. to, yes, like swords to hammers to whips, the such like. The weapons in the first two statues had on either side are massive. The armor is very detailed. You can see that they are very... Although the muscles on each of the statues are quite defined, their faces are virtually blank. The second set of statues on the left and on the right, notice that they're only clad in armor, those large weapons are gone. The third, no armor, but the weapons remain. The fourth, completely nude. No armor, no under armor, no weapons, nothing. And the fifth are just skeletons. What do y'all want to do? Did you say this was a singular, like, hall? Or is this more of a hallway with another entrance or exit? So this is, like, you find yourself in, like, a very big cavern in Mm -hmm. that you're still in that same town area Mm -hmm. um, that you were when you met um, Lily Annette. Um, That's where you met her. Um, You find yourself basically outside of a library building. Um, There is a big staircase that goes up with statues either side. Mm -hmm. But when you look up at the library, there's no door straight in front of where you would expect to be at the top of the staircase um yeah that's what you have all right i guess we just climb the stairs unless you guys want to try to solve the puzzle before we get asked the quiz yep you're absolutely able to climb the stairs um you hear as you got the steps you can just hear your steps echo around and you kind of hear that kind of not exactly like a giggle, but a, a kind of like a, a knowing chuckle um, as you hear Lily begin to walk away. Squash is going to keep an intent eye on the statues uh, because I'm assuming Lily knows something that we don't know. Um, you can take a perception check or y'all can take an investigation check, whatever tickles your fancies. Well... I think I'm going to go for investigation because it's more fun. Do you think if we die here and our skeletons are here and then our skeletons are made into cool armor and then because bones are valuable, like I said last episode? What's an episode? And um, and then you came here to fight, you could wear your own bones. Wow. Raw, I think you're having an episode right now. Um... I think I think you could do that. I don't know what happens to the bodies of people who die here. Um, there does seem to be wildlife, but the wildlife might actually just be people that have died and come back so many times they have completely and utterly lost any sense of uh, peopleality since humanity gets me yelled at. <laughs> sentience. <laughs> lost any sense of sentience. Um but like, I, I I was thinking about it the, uh, yesterday. Um, do you think there was no food in Bellum to begin with? They just had to eat each other. I don't know why. It just it's been in my head since we came and <laughs> since we've got kind of Bellum explained to us. And it's just like it's like I don't think there are farms here. I don't think anybody makes bread. And. It's just the kind of horrible thing that Bellum would probably do, where, like, the only food was other people. Squash? Yeah. 
Lafian holds up a hand and makes a little, like, illusory box appear. Uh-huh. I want you to take all of those thoughts that you're, ho- you're having right now, and I okay. want you to put them in this box. And then we're going to throw this away <laughs> forever. We're on another plane of existence, and you're asking how they are sustaining themselves. What are they going to do? Starve? Squash? What are they going to do? Die? I think the better question is, why does he need to eat? Why do they need to eat? I, I, I think they do. I mean, if they had no needs, then, like, they wouldn't... Okay, all right. Hey, Squash, I have a question. Uh, could, you, could you do me a favor? Yeah. I'll take the statues on the right. You take the ones on the left. Why don't we, um, you know, do the, the, the looking thing? See if yes. there's any traps, uh, you know, um, <laughs> if they suddenly are going to jump out. I'll stop with the talking and do with the looking. I'm sorry. It's just been on my mind. I'm sorry. If we weren't in the middle of wherever we are, I would be fine with it. <laughs> okay. You're welcome, so, V. I hate you. Um, all right, so go ahead, do your roles. Perception, investigation, whatever suits your fancy. Since all the beasts and stuff here were one-time other people, if you're eating animals, are you still technically eating people because they were once people? Oh, my God. That's what I was asking. But There's no way around that. it. You might as well just eat anyone. V, if you want to throw a random encounter at us, I don't blame you at all. <laughs> No, no problem. You're about to fail whatever quest you're about to do. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I think Squash uh, and Roll are sharing like <laughs> nervous looks. Sharing brain cells, maybe. <laughs> Cell. <laughs> hey. No, no, no. There's, no, there's at least two. One of them's just on vacation at the moment. <laughs> the other one's on sabbatical. <laughs> It got injured from overuse. Ow! Fuck you, Aether. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. So what are your results? I got a 24 on a perception. And I got a 33 Um, on investigation. Okay. Um, It's my one good thing. Squash and Laffian, you notice that the arms of each of the statues can be moved so they can be manipulated in... Any sort of fashion. You can see it's like a rotator cuff. So as much as you could move an actual arm is how much you can move each of the arms on these statues. Laffian, on your 33, as you are moseying around, having a look at this, that and the other, you notice that um, there is something carved kind of on the steps as you go up. It's really small and very faint and worn away with time, but you can see this. Um is there a chance you can read anything, right? Is that you? Uh, not unless I spend points for it. So if you tell okay, me that's um, something. Oh, wait, actually. <laughs> wait, because it's. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. It's written in common. It's written in common. Um, you'd be able to read it. Um, oh, I could actually. Uh, <laughs> I can read anything if I focus on it. I can read it too. <laughs> <laughs> Raul, stop it. Um, Raul, you're too busy philosophizing. Okay. <laughs> Dear listeners, can somebody please make fan art of Rawl as a philosoraptor? Ooh. It mm. tells the tale of 
It's quite intricate. There's a lot of detail written in and upon on these stairs. Hmm. And it tells the tale of a war, recent in what was written, but you could guess by the wear and tear, thousands if not more years ago. It tells the tale of when we self-determined our own fates. It tells the tale, and a name you recognise pretty instantly, of Soren Arkwright. As you read through this account of having to step up because we've taken our choices, our fates away from the hands of the gods, you read a phrase, armoured only with our wits and armed with weapons forged of the gods, we fought and we won, but the cost was heavy. Hmm. Do any of these statues look like Soren? Uh, the ones on the right, they kind of do all have like blankish expressions, but they, there is something about the nose, something about the, the jawline that looks kind of familiar. Um, the other set of statues, not quite so familiar. Do any of them look like Emil? No. Okay. Wasn't Soren a human? Yep. Ah. Uh. Okay. Well, this is rather interesting. Uh, Squash is like pondering if he should manipulate one of the hands. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, that's not. Yeah. Did you find something? There's writing here telling a story and it mentions Soren. Uh, the human? One of the, the six? Right. Seven. Seven? Five. Shit. <laughs> I was wrong on all accounts. Five. <laughs> One of seven. Um, what, what does it say? Can the DM post it in chat? <laughs> Why am I suddenly getting a nosebleed? Uh, you, you've said a cursed word. <laughs> I can give you a summary of what was said. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 did, you, did you make up that story? Yeah. I can give you a summary because, like all my notes, it's a bullet point. Uh... <laughs> Unless I give you a handout, you... whatever I say, it's not verbatim. You need to be cancelled, V. That is insane. That is. I 100% thought that was written. Oof, all right. What is around beside, like, so it's the statues, the arms move, they're wearing, like, various degrees of armor, they have overly large weapons. Yes. Is there anything else in this room? Um, so you're not in a room, you're in the giant cavern where the rest of the town is. But this is a library, right? We're walking up yep, like so a stairway towards a building that yeah. looks like the library. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought this was like a um, what's the fucking word? Like a like an like an antechamber room. Yes, no. thank you. Um, no, this is just one of those like cool steps outside the library that lead up, and there are like statues either side of them. But there's no door at the top of the staircase. Is what you would expect there to be. There is there's nothing. It's just a wall. If I go look at Squash's side. Mm -hmm. Do the arms look like they move there? Yep. All ten statues have movable arms. Do all ten have weapons? Nope, only the ones I described as having weapons. So the first set and the third set. 
I don't know what to make of this. I don't. So, um, uh, sorry, uh, fourth wall break here. Lore wise, do we know about this self determining war? I feel like it came up uh, when we met the time when they when we fought back for our fate. Yeah, yep, you've heard about that yep. before. Uh, the mistress of fate, I believe, spoke to some of you about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just wanted to make sure our characters know. <clears throat> Um well it seems to reference the 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 when the sentient races fought the gods for their fate but why it's mentioning Soren is uh, very strange I did not think he had been revived but I guess he was at some point unless he follows different rules from the rest of us Because I I I know humans have short lifespans. They're like us, the halflings. We have short lifespans. Maybe same rules like a meal. Have I ever gotten lichy vibes from Soren? I know I have never literally talked to the man, but that's just because I don't want to force you to uh, do things. I'll give a roll for me. Hmm. So. My instinct is to argue um, insight, but mm-hmm. my insight is genuinely trash. Uh, s- Then I feel like insight is probably the role for you. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> oh, uh, 20. I rolled a 16. Nope. Never gotten any the only wipes. The only thing you really have ever felt or seen or observed in Soren is that He's kind of closer friends with the book than most of the other seven that you've seen. Mm-hmm. Seems like a good person. Seems with the god magic and stuff. Was super upset when Emil died. Don't get any real lichy feelings like you do off of uh, Emil. Nothing like that. But you do. You have heard the book speak about the fact that Soren is like really super old. Hmm. The book. Although you may not have been listening to the book, and that's also fair. <laughs> I believe the book has mentioned that Soren has been around for a long time but i did not assume centuries decades i mean it's not impossible i feel like it should be like unless you're revived there's no way to like extend your life isn't there i mean look at zoltana as a perfect example Sultana's an edge case. Thank you very much. Uh, But that proves that it's not impossible. I am not edgy. No, we didn't say that. You <laughs> said, we're saying you're an outlier. I'm not an outlaw anymore. No, you're calling her a liar. <laughs> not an outlaw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Katie, I love you. <laughs> Who's Jesus? I've never heard that name before, Millie. Who the fuck is Jesus? <laughs> you'll, you'll learn about that one later. <laughs> There's more than one universe. Um, I mean, sure, there's magic we don't know about. I just, I don't know, I feel like it would have come up if he was like, Squaws like looks up and is counting in his head. Millennia old. That's right, I had to think of a bigger word for, to describe how old this motherfucker is. Mm-hmm. It's not unheard of, so doesn't surprise me. Then again, I also was living for 50 years with a uh, semi-immortal being in my mind, so who am I to say? 
I guess there are exceptions when it comes to the gods. Uh, well, I think we should like uh, squash like points at the seam where the hands can be moved. Like I'm assuming you noticed this. The hands can be moved, but I don't think we should mess with that until we know what we should be doing. That is, uh, I'm torn between saying yes and no on that, because part of me is uh, rather curious to see if maybe there's some sort of mechanism where if we turn it to the right spot, it'll make a little click or something. I, I Then again, maybe that click will just be something shooting out at us. Why don't we wait here, you go check the top of the stairs, see if maybe there's something else written, and uh, if anything, you you give us a shout. Where did uh, Lafayette find the writing? Was it on stairs? It's statue? on the stairs. On the stairs on themselves. The stairs. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. Sure. I'll, I'll I'll take a couple of steps up and uh, try to find some more information. Just watch uh, for traps, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah, Squash is taking his sweet time climbing the rest of the stairs, uh, watching out for traps and writing. Doing like that cartoonish, like the lifting one foot, put it down slowly, lift the other. No, I I like the idea that he's an absolute professional and it looks like he's just walking up, <laughs> but there's no sound. It's like, how the fuck is he doing that? He, he glides like uncomfortably, uh, like the, the, don't the silent men and Buffy do that? They like, they move uh, around. Yeah, the gentlemen. Yeah, the gentlemen. Um, they just, yeah, they just glide. Yeah. Oh, they're freaky. So freaky. Um... Hmm. Let me just quickly read some things. Um, as you are sneaking up, your passive perception is what? Uh, thirty-nine. Twenty something. Twenty-nine. Let's let's go twenty-eight. Um, you have enough to see it. Um, looking around, you can tell that some of these. You notice that. All around the third statues, uh, both sides, as you're kind of walking up, you notice that there are what looks like really tiny slots and holes. And as you look up and around, like up in the ceiling, you can, quite a distance away, you can see that there are some stick-looking things um, with kind of, you know, arrowheads on them. Um, You notice that above and around the third one. But as for the others... Uh, you would require additional checks. Alrighty then. Uh, investigation or perception? Arcana. Oh, oh. 25. I rolled a 17. 25? On a 25, you notice that the first set of statues on them definitely have a glimmer of magic about them like you get closer to them you can almost feel it vibrating in the air around them it's quite powerful magics um as you get to the fifth set of statues the ones that are basically just skeletons Mm -hmm. you put your hands near it and like almost instantly you can tell there is something very magically wrong with this there is something not great about these skeleton statues um And as you get to the top of the staircase and as you kind of look and observe the wall in front of you, um, you can tell that there is definitely some sort of like transformation type magic. On the wall itself. Yep. All right. 
squash is gonna uh, get back down and reconvey the information to the guys. We and should knock on the door. Uh, there technically isn't door, and it's clearly magical. <laughs> My assumption is that it's not knock activated. That would probably overwrite the point of having it magical. If if literally anybody could open it, then you would just have a hole or a door. The the top t- two set of statues are clearly magical. Like second of them, even like maybe really really cursed magic. There are traps in the ceiling. I don't know how to activate them. I don't know what the trigger is. So, do we want to start moving hands? See what happens? I suppose, though I think whoever can avoid being near it should probably move away. I mean, between me and Raoul, we're quite dodgy. Like, we might be able to get out of the way of whatever would happen. Sounds fair. Zoltana and I can uh, hang out further down the stairs. Tell me, we... Um, is there a set of statues every time? Like, are there two of each? Yes. So okay. basically, as you take your first step up, there are two statues, one mm-hmm. on your left, one on your right. They have a weapon and armors each. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you go up to the next set of statues on your left and your right, they only have armor. Go yep. up to the next set of statues, left and right, they only have weapons. Stepping up to the la- the fourth set, they're basically naked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stepping up to the last set, it's just skeleton. Okay. Uh, just wanted to make sure I was understanding that correctly. Um, yep. Well, uh, if me and Raul just, I don't know, like synchronize our movements on the hands, try to like just move them around a little bit, just see what happens. Okay. For now, give it a shot. Uh, let's just pull the, the, the my right, your left hand just straight down, I guess. Or maybe you should pull your right also. I don't know. Lafian, what do you think? <laughs> Um, are the statues mirrored or are the statues the same? Um, one set of statues looks kind of suspiciously question mark a little bit like Soren. The other set, you just don't recognize who they might be at all. Okay. Um, all right, let's just both pull down the weapon hand, see what happens. Yeah. Have at it. All right. Um, on the first sets of statues, Squash is going to take the left side, I guess, just to put a, just mm-hmm. put Squash somewhere. Uh, and <laughs> okay, if you're not into this plan, Neil, you need to tell me any other plan <laughs> because I am shooting in the dark like a crazy person. World doesn't have a better plan. <laughs> I'm not happy with the situation either. I I feel like we're we're we're, we're touching a, a thermonuclear bomb, not understanding what the fuck we're doing. Um, all right, so which set of statues are you messing with? The weapons-only statues or the armor-only statue? Or I think we're going to go for the first set of statues, just... The ones that have the weapons and the armor? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. Hmm? Give me a description of the statues again, V. The I... first set of statues have weapons and armor. Uh-huh. The second set have armor-only the third set have weapons only, the fourth set are naked, and the fifth set are just skeletons. If you look in the backdrop on the roll 20, I wrote them in shorthand. Yeah. Okay, which one does it look like they're about to start touching? 
weapon and armor? Um, maybe you want to try doing the ones that have the weapons with no armor. Uh, you think they're not supposed to have weapons? No, maybe just Maybe the... we give the weapons to the skeleton ones, because this is Bellum, and they can fight. Them. No, that, I don't. You're all, you're too focused on the skeleton thing. I, I know you're going to be a specter and all that, but that's not. The, the, re- the writing that I was just reading mentions armed only with our wits, but armed with weapons forged of the gods makes me think, okay, well, armed only with your wits tells me that you're not wearing any actual armor, just being clever, I suppose. Just human I, I can see the logic of that. Yeah, let's go for that. Uh, yeah, uh, and out of game, I'm actually, uh, agreeing with Archer. I think he's right. Uh. It didn't click until the third time you mentioned the statue <laughs> descriptions, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Armed with only, or, the, the dots are lining up here. All right, so, uh, Squash and Ral are going to move up to the third set of statues, the statues that are only holding weapons, uh, not mm-hmm. wearing armor. And... Uh, are they like G.I. Joe characters? You can like move le- uh, left and right hand or only left <laughs> hand or only right? You you can you can move both both arms. Okay. Um, they have the same range of movement as like a, a human shoulder. Uh, let's push the weapons upwards, I guess. Like just see what happens. You both reach out. Um, I'm assuming you're trying to do this at roughly the same time. Um, Squash, you find it difficult, but you can kind of like jump and shove them up a little bit. Um, Yeah, you're able to move the arms that hold the weapons like high into the air. And you do in fact hear a click. Um, You feel a click inside the statues themselves. And you feel a slight rumbling and a shaking. And ahead of you in the wall that was just a wall at the top of the staircase, you see a door. And from the bottom of the stairs, you hear a, damn, I'm good. <laughs> oh, wow, I need to make that more obtuse. No, uh, you, don't, you don't hear anything. She's, she's fucked off. Um, you, hear, you hear the sound of somebody clapping himself on the back. Yeah, that was pretty, I'm pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> good thing I figured that out. I can only imagine it gets worse from here. Oh, boy. Uh, yes. Okay. Um. Squash is gonna move up the stairs, but he's keeping his eye on the two statues he felt magical presence from. This may have mm-hmm. also activated them. They may just spring to life and start attacking us. <laughs> uh, are you moving up as a group, or are you sending Squash off to die alone? <laughs> uh, well, when you phrase it like that, um... <laughs> um, the door that has appeared at the top of the staircase in the wall that was once just a wall. Um, there's two very large um, wooden and engraved doors. There are kind of like what looks like very old um, patterns that have been carved into them. They don't seem to make any real sense and squash. You don't like activate any. Oh, this is magic stuff. Like nothing like that. Um, it has a very large like round brass handle. Um, as you make your way to the top of the staircase, um, as you pass each of the statues, the statues' heads just turn to look at you. And then you see the skeleton. No, that's fine. Nothing happens. Just I wave at the they're statues. looking at you. Hi. I'm, I None move the naked one's hand to a position where he can cover his shame. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> um, Neil? Neil? 
Are you sure you want to do that? No, but VM is a goof. So now that you're getting serious, I don't want <laughs> It's not goof. that important to me, actually. The naked one. The naked one doesn't do anything. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> then yes, I do the goof. <laughs> Uh, as you move the hands, nothing whatsoever happens. Um, yeah. It's definitely like a glare from Squaws when you move the head, like, move, stop it. There. You're welcome. <laughs> you folks are the worst. I love you, but you're the worst. Um, okay, yeah, you find yourself at the top of the staircase. The only strange thing that happened other than Raoul um, is that the statue says, turn to look yeah. at you. Uh, you you find yourselves in front of the door. Um, now there's a door. If you want to, you can knock, Raoul. Okay. I've been sitting on this joke since you said that there was a door. Okay, <laughs> I will knock. You could um, let me you do knock. it because I'm lord of the doors. Okay, you can knock. No, it's okay. You can do it. I just wanted to to make a point that I'm lord of the doors because I feel like I haven't said it in like thirty episodes. <laughs> What is this episode everybody keeps talking about? <laughs> um, whomever goes up to knock the door, um, just a couple of loud knocks emanate. Um, nothing else. There is no response. Okay, well, it was worth a shot. We've stumbled into like two people's homes now, so yeah. we've got like a track record. So better safe than sorry, and. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got an argument against that. Um, all right. Um, Squash is going to either push or pull on the door, depending on what the hinges tell him to do. <laughs> oh, my God. It looks like a push door. That Squash is going to push. Okay. Um, pushing the door open reveals a fairly wide short corridor on the left and on the right it's not walls it's a series of bookshelves the spines of the book have all the same kind of leather and and color and structure to them but if you kind of take a bit of a step to the side and look at them as a whole you see that on the spines looking at them as a whole they make a picture the picture on the left shows a woman walking by a fountain and the following picture shows her unable to move. The following picture after that on the left shows a person walking by with trinkets piled high in their arms, walking past a statue, and then they too are held and bound to a stone. The third person walks past, nothing of metal in their arms. It shows a nod to the statue, and they walk free. The other side, on the spines of these books, show one big picture, a set of scales. On one side of the scales, there is a picture of people embracing, obvious hearts drawn around them. And on the other side is a pile of trinkets. Straight ahead of you, you see there is a door much similar to the door that you just passed through. There's no handle on it, though. But you do see next to the door 
a large statue head, a grotesque being, mouth slightly open. So I assume... Uh, Squash is just looking around uh, and he's going to start talking when he's done looking at a couple of things. I assume that the pictures here on the right are trying to tell us that... Kind of. If we try to steal, there will be some kind of retribution. Uh, but it could also just be philosophy, like the the golden cage story. I mean, the left side here is very obvious on uh, not carrying anything. Yeah. Uh, is the person naked or just not carrying anything? They're just not carrying anything at okay. all of any value in the last picture. Thank you. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It might be asking us to leave more weapons. Um, and Squash thinks to himself, don't say out loud that Ral's fists are weapons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just take my head off while I'm at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hmm. I'm not gonna say it out loud in case the 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 chamber doesn't know. <laughs> um, you said there was a grotesque statue head on the other side. How big are we talking? So directly opposite you mm-hmm. is another door, mm-hmm. very similar to the one behind you, but it doesn't have a handle. Yeah. To one side of that, there is a grotesque statue face carved into the wall with its mouth open. How big is the statue? It's just the head that's carved into the wall. All right. Uh, squash is going to... No, I'm not going to drop all my weapons. Squash is just going to look to either one of the people that doesn't carry weapons, a lot of weapons usually. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm not going to cross the room holding all my stuff. Uh, so if you guys want to check out that statue hat on the other side, it might have some indications of what we're supposed to be doing. I'm wearing um, a lot of valuables, and I don't fancy stripping down in the middle of this hellscape. Looks at Ral. Um, okay, I can see if I can make the head not look at you or something. Uh, just check if it has any obvious markings, uh, any slots or movable pieces. Um, maybe there's a gap behind uh the 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 mouth like in the mouth just don't stick your hand in there like if you have find a stick or something like like rather okay I'll go see <laughs> and uh, Rubble put all of his valuables down of which there's probably not a lot of but he'll take off his hoodie and stuff and all of his magical okay. clothes and his belt and uh, yeah. We'll assume that Raoul is leaving any equipment <laughs> behind. Yeah, he still wears leg wrappings <laughs> and fine. stuff. So Yeah, of course. If you have to cover a statue, you have to cover the Raoul too. Um, <laughs> all right, you make your way along this fairly short corridor. Um, at the end of it, yeah, you come face-to-face with the statue. Um, sorry, the, the, the carving of the face in the wall. Um, you can see that it has really sharp fangs now you're very very close to it the eyes are unnerving it's almost like they're following you it's just an illusion it's not magic it's just looks like they're following you everywhere you move um as you are 
there and you look into the mouth without putting your hand in. I'm assuming that's the yeah. look with the eyes, not with the hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, looking with the eyes and not with the hand, um, you can see that these teeth are also like inside the mouth too. And you can also see that probably a good arm's reach inside this mouth. You can see what looks like a small wooden handle. Uh-oh. Um, Ross, get it. Say hello to the statue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hi. Uh, this there's okay. no response, Ross. Just wanted to check. Um, he's like watching and size move and stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a button in there, but there's a lot more teeth than is apparent when you look at it. That's not good. Don't stick your hand in there. Hmm. Does it look like this lever can be activated? Like, how does the lever work? Is it up and down? Is it? Um, it's like a... What's going on here? What kind of a... It's basically like a, like a T-shaped handle. You'd have to basically grab hold of it and pull it towards you. That's a pull. Mm-hmm. Um, Raul, why don't you take one of your leg wrappings and try pulling it that way? I'd still have to stick my hand in there. Um, what? I would, I would still have to stick my hand in there. I'm not going to yell in my house. <laughs> Raul's tired. His exhaustion. Squash, what did he say? I couldn't hear him. My superior uh, halfling hearing has. <laughs> yeah, you, squash. You wouldn't miss a fucking thing. I'm sorry. I'm. i We're clearly in a very giggly mood. Um, uh, it's because okay. we all know we're about to die. <laughs> so we have options. Um, we could go over there, and the four of us try to think of a way to hook onto the lever and pull from it. Pull on it. We could try to get Raul to do it through some mechanic, but I can't think of a good um, way. Like, Raul, I don't have any... <laughs> <laughs> Raul casts Unseen Servant. Uh, okay. <laughs> can you link kinda, that for me? Yeah, yeah, I can link that. And looks at it almost apologetically. <laughs> it just... Shrugs his shoulders. Because I know some of the unseen servants, some of the hand things that mages can do, you don't, you can't use on everything. So mm-hmm. just want to check the the special words. Uh, I would deem since it has uh, hit points that it could it could attempt this. Okay. Yeah, Raw kind of gestures at the lever, <laughs> <laughs> almost apologetically, but this he knows this isn't like, like a spirit. It says in the spell, it's a mindless thing, you know. Yes. Um, so he knows. Uh, what form is. do you want it to take? Um, n- not something that I would want to be <laughs> mean really to in this moment. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe just Ra- an invisible one <laughs> would be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Fine. Raul is definitely the kind of person who, like, when the toaster burns his toast and he kind of, like, angrily smacks it, later he apologizes to the toaster. I'm so sorry, toaster. Um, yes, you summon a very invisible creature. <laughs> um, 
uh, and you gesture for it to pull the thing. Um, I need you to make a straight d20 roll because it has no dexterity. Oh. <laughs> what, Na- what did it end up with? Need? Natural oh. 20. Oh. Let me see if that beats it. At least it wasn't a hug this time. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. Let's see. 150 episodes later. <sighs> uh, nope. Um, it does. It manages to do the thing. Um, you see the handle being pulled towards you. Um, you all hear a slight click and the door swings open ajar. Okay, I don't know if that means it's safer or not, but something happened. Uh, there's like a very faint blue glow coming from like the slightly ajar door. Okay. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't want to cross this fucking room because because the, the 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 pictures don't make it look like oh you're just gonna get stabbed a little if you break the rules. The pictures make it look like you get petrified. <laughs> you get assimilated by the rock, like. I don't want that. Well, no, it, it also specifies a, well, it looks like a fountain. So, I mean, we, there's no fountain here. Uh, no, I have not seen a fountain. Have we seen anything that looks like this fountain from this picture in the entire place? Mm, you might have seen like an old fountain, like crossing the town, but it's not really mm. similar in any way, shape, or no, form. No, just incidental. Yeah. Um... You want me to cover the statue's eyes in case it, like, does something? Seeing you walk over here with all of your things? Well, do you see any sort of um, uh, trap regions on it? I don't know how... Are there any holes that look like bad things could come out of it? Uh, The worst thing about this, like, statue head that's carved into the wall are the very, very sharp teeth. (laughs) There's a lot of teeth. (laughs) Yeah, they're super sharp. Okay, so we just need to hope it doesn't bite us then. Okay, so, if we're lucky, the pictures on either side are things that are coming up or alternative solutions to this room. If we're unlucky, they are warnings for this room and we fucked up already. Because I don't think anybody's hugged or wagers <laughs> material against hugging or love. Like, Why did I take off on my clothes already? Uh, we were assuming there was something bad in this room. <laughs> just, just, just come back to us, Ral. We're, 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 we're gonna need to make an assumption now. Uh, maybe by pulling on the lever, we have now disengaged whatever trap that was. Maybe that trap's in a future room, or maybe the trap's still active. These are the three options we have. Uh. Two of the three options say that it's safe to cross the room. So on like odds are even, like we're on average, we're doing better. This is some fucking math, but I'm making it. Um You're not I making want... sense here. What are you what are you trying to get at? We need to cross the room and we need to make a decision if we're leaving our stuff behind or not. Why don't we not until we deem it necessary that we do? There's no fountain. I don't think it uh has a precedent for requiring such thing. Yes, I Also, I, I quite like my armor, thank you. Uh, I'd rather keep it on. Paid a lot of good money for this. So who's going to cross the room first? Shall we draw straws? Uh, Unless Zoltana wants to claim the Lord of the Doors title once more. 
If someone is petrified, who can fix it? No, 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 well, we have a fuck it from the, the goddess herself, so, um... <laughs> After who thou, can... your highness. Uh, who can fix it if we're made uh, like that? Uh, that depends on if it's truly petrification or not, in which case I can. Okay. What am I doing? I'm stepping, I'm just gonna step through a door. Okay, so you just walk last, yes? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait, actually, let me make sure um, that I can. In that case, uh, Zoltana strides along this very short corridor. Uh-oh, wait a minute, um, hold on. <laughs> you get to the door that has a faint blue cloak uh, coming from it now because it has been oh, opened no. through the lever. Uh, I can't, I can't fix petrification. I thought I could. Well, that's lucky for you because, Zoltana, as you get to the door and you can see through the gap, um, as you're about to swing it open, ahead of you, you can see a rectangular room. Um, you can see that there are obviously benches around the edge of this room and you can see a fountain in the centre. That's all that you can really see through this like narrow, tiny little gap. It's a room. Good progress. There's benches. <laughs> Also good. <laughs> I'm tired. You want I should just fucking I'm kick it open? Go sit on the bench. Yeah, I mean, let me get my things. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead while Raw puts his hoodie back on. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna fucking kick the door open. Um, no one told you not to. Respectfully. <laughs> with, with immense power, uh, this door gets like kicked backwards um and it just slams into like the the side wall um almost knocking it off the hinges but it doesn't close back on your face even though that would be the perfect joke situation right here um you see the room properly now (laughs) for comedy it swings back and hits you in the face but we're not going for comedy today um you find, yeah, what you surmised was correct. You see a rectangular room. It's fairly large. Around the edges of this room, there are benches. And there is one other door that leads out. And it's not exactly opposite you, like right and straight in front of you, but it's kind of on the opposite wall, at least. In the very centre of this room is a fairly big fountain. And you can see that perched on the top of this um, fountain, the same kind of mottled grayish greenish color um that the fountain stone is made from you see this corpsey looking water nymph um the same color it doesn't appear to move it looks like it's been carved there um you notice that on the ground the room half of the room's floor is white and half of the room's floor is pink like a like a straight line that goes through the fountain area um you also feel a slight tugging on your armor. Uh, who's oh, trying to get my armor off of me? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not feeling like that right now. Thanks. <laughs> did Did you say all of us or? Uh, just Sultana. She's okay. the only one at the door. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess it's safe to cross. So Squaws is gonna follow after. Yeah. Well, very easy to get your hoodie back on. No problem whatsoever. Yeah. Even with those horns? I would have assumed it was a little bit tricky. No. Just a big head hole. <laughs> Years of practice. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, okay, so we've got a fountain room. 
Uh, Squash is gonna look back at the pictures. Hmm. Um, any of you that is wearing any sort of metal or metal armor, um, Latin, your crown predominantly, um, Squash, basically any of your bodies or weaponry, um, anyone wearing anything metal will feel that slight tug towards where the fountain is. I'm assuming studded leather armor also gets tugged. Oh, yeah, totally. No! Fuck. My belt. Good point, Aethel. Thank you. Um, For Ral, I think it's mostly your knuckle dusters that you'd fill my uh, pull on. And your belt, yeah. No, the belt's clearly leather. Like a sash. One of which is on my tail, so... It's not like a WWE like championship belt. It's just a normal belt, right? <laughs> oh, that's what I've been imagining in my head. 100%, okay. by the way. <laughs> um, okay, I guess this is the part where we're not allowed to wear any metal, I guess. I really don't like that. Uh, I can't do that. I'm I'm basically made of metal. Can we put it all in the fancy bag? Maybe. Uh, technically, it's another dimension. It's another I, plane. I think, yeah, um, I think you could. Um, but I think it depends on whether a... I think we've we said before that you can basically fit anything in the bag. Um, but there is a limit to the storage on that. Of course, you have no idea how much storage is left in Demi's bag, so... Yeah. You could try putting a dwarf armor in there if you really want. Um, Mine doesn't have all that much in it, so... Yeah, yours should be pretty empty. Squash is just going to put a single blade in the demi bag and then just Uh swing it close to the door. Does it feel like the bag's getting pulled? No. Okay. All right. I guess the dimensional magic of the bags overrides whatever magic's in here, so we should be able to put our stuff in there. Uh, Sultana, I understand you don't want to take it off, but the room compels us. The room can compel you guys, and I'll just be uncomfortable while we're in here. If something fucking attacks us, I don't want to be I don't want to be vulnerable. I think the problem is that you might be just as vulnerable if you're paralyzed or petrified or whatever it is this fountain seems capable of. I'm going to test something. I'm going to get a coin out Uh and roll it into the room. I want to see the momentum and the strength that this thing has closer to the fountain itself. You see what I'm saying? Roll that better be a copper piece. (laughs) Do you, do you in fact toss it Ovalio plenty? Still oh, Valley of Plenty. <laughs> so we're calling the nymph a witch now. <laughs> eh, witch. Um, yeah, lose whatever currency you are going to throw. Sure. Lose at least one of those. Um, as you kind of like roll this across the floor, um, it goes and you see it veer very slightly towards the fountain. But as soon as it crosses that, line on the floor where it goes from like the white floor to the pink as soon as it crosses the pink it just smashes into the fountain and stays there hmm okay that Uh, gives us a lot more information so it's Uh, magnetized yes the the i think 
I think in most settings it's like lodestone, I think they're called. That's a good name. God, yeah, that I think, fountain I think is loaded. Are to as lodestone. <sighs> <laughs> it has a certain attraction to it, yes. Oh no. What have I done? <laughs> Fuck you guys, you did this to me. This is the monster you created. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get pulled into that and drown. How how long can dwarves breathe in the water? Uh, One minute plus the amount of constitution as rounds. <laughs> More than me, then. <laughs> what was it? Uh, you know what happens when you put a dwarf in the water? Same thing as happens to everything else. <laughs> It gets wet. <laughs> we get wet when we go in the water. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, you said that you want to say about that, Aethor. I've got no comments. I'm just going to get back to the puzzle. <laughs> I'm just going to start setting up shit for Aethor and seeing how how much I can, I can do. Uh, I'm so sorry for this, you guys, but this is happening. Anyway, I'm not. This is funny. I'm putting all my things in the fancy bag. I'll put my fucking armor in the fancy bag. F- uh, fine. Be- be- before we do that, um, how much of the floor is? Uh, you said it went from pink to white, or from white to pink. The closer we got to the fountain. Um. So essentially, half the room is pink. Mm-hmm. Um. The side, like opposite you, the side that has. The, the the opposite wall with the door out mm-hmm. everything this side like your side of the of the the fountain that's white the fountain sits basically bang smack in the middle of this room and the floor changes like basically right. where that halfway point in the fountain is okay so it doesn't radiate out from the fountain it cuts the room in half all right Yes. All right. Yep. Uh, Squash is going to shove all his cool gear and all his cool magic stuff and his armor and everything in the bag. Yeah, all of your stuff will fit in Demi's. That's fine. And I do the same with mine. I have to take my ring off, and uh, my cloak isn't me- uh, doesn't have any metal on it, does it? I'm gonna say cloaks don't know. I mean, they may have like a tiny little like brooch pin, but that's not enough to pull that. The same as Zoltana's necklace with the the wedding ring or your wedding ring. Like that's not that's not gonna get pulled. Okay, so my my super magic onyx ring. I, I don't just, have to like... worry about. Nope, you can keep those. Okay. Do you say your wedding ring is in Laffian's wedding ring? When the fuck did that happen? No, my brain my brain switched from one to the other very quickly. I'm very sorry. No, because mine's the <laughs> ring that you made me, not the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Onyx is not pulled by this. Okay, so I'm going to just have to take off my armor and put my weapons in my bag because I do have weapons. I just never used to use them. And my crown. So... I assume that maybe this room just means the fountain picture in the room before. Right. And then probably in the next room, there's going to be a bunch of stuff. And and we're not supposed to steal it. But we can... I'll do, but I'll we do can, my uh, best, guys. But we can play with it, yes? The fountain? The stuff. Uh, I, I wouldn't touch it unnecessarily unless that's necessary. Maybe it's so, useful yeah. stuff. It, it, no, Raul. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just this is this is your trial. Why are you trying to sabotage <laughs> us? 
That's what the trial's about. Raul is self-sabotaging. Uh, he has to overcome his self-sabotaging <laughs> race. No, he has to overcome Neil's self-sabotaging <laughs> Raul must disconnect himself from his creator so that he may live happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so all your things have been mm, metal or yeah. otherwise have been taken off and put inside the various bags. Cool. Now what do you want to do? Squash is going to step into the room. Uh, yeah. You step into the room. Can I have you? <laughs> God damn it. Nope, nope. I'm not doing anything. All right. Um, you Wait, said there was I a stash. There's iron and blood. Oh, no. Squash is ripped apart. <laughs> I should have eaten that steak. <laughs> My kidney. <laughs> um, oh my god! Squashes. You said the statue had like a um, carving of a water nymph on top of it, or yeah. So it's basically um, like a kind of grayish, greenish stone that make up this like really simple fountain. There's like a little bit of water spreading out um, on the very top of this um, kind of perch like you know hands between the the feet sort of thing just perched over the top you see this kind of what should be a very beautiful looking nymph um long wavy hair and like large round eyes uh smiley face but it's very obvious this is a corpse um there are the bits of the flesh missing um you can see that there are you know droops and parts missing um take a perception check for me all right hmm I guess there can be bones in the stalking. <laughs> We're not stalking. We're in Bellum. 25. Yeah, close enough. Um, as you kind of like give a glance up to this, this statue, you think you see her eye kind of like twitch a little. Squash is going to go back to the, the crew and just quietly go like, damn, damn, damn. The thing on top of the statue is uh-huh. maybe alive. I'm not surprised. Uh, I am. I know <laughs> your first instinct, Ral, is to go and say hi to it, but it does look relatively menacing and and scary. So maybe not engaging with it would be a good idea, but maybe that's a bad idea and we should say hi to it. It will attack us if we're rude. So um, I'll leave this one up to you. I assume it lives here. Probably. Yeah. That's all I've got. Okay. I'll say hi though. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, we've got your back as a bunch of half-naked people can be. Um, okay. <laughs> I, you're not going to stop me from saying hi, and it seems like like yeah. a task now that I'm being set on. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Let, let me let me set the mood for you, Rawl. Rawl, no, stop. What are you doing? Don't don't do that. All right, all right. So, Rawl, you're stepping into the room. Yes, I'm going to okay. pay attention to this thing and walk up to okay. it and <laughs> see if it's responsive at all, I guess. Start with a little uh, wave. What do you... Oh, it's just going to wave? Make uh, a persuasion roll? Yeah, okay. Sounds great. <laughs> a, 
I believe in you, Raul. I believe in you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Persuasion, huh? That's not very good. Oh, man, it's super not good, actually. Oh. Should have gone for kicking. <laughs> what did he get? No, I should have... <laughs> I haven't rolled yet. I'm just very disappointed that I have to roll with disadvantage because I have a level of exhaustion. Oh, oh. yeah, that. Mm. I remember. It's a six. Great time. Oh, oh man. Um, there's, there's no reaction whatsoever. I assume that it probably only attacks you if you enter the fountain. Water nymph, territorial, uh, the magic will pull you towards the fountain and incapacitate you, especially if you're wearing armor. That's my assumption. Raul looks into the fountain. Um, Looking into the fountain, like you can see that there are like a few coins of all different types. Um, Like some of them look like really, really old and ancient coins. Some of them look fairly new. Um, You can also see that there are sometimes small trinkets instead of coins, like little tiny jade, like uh, keep knots and that sort of thing. Um, You can also see that actually like one of the small items in there is, is just a book. Um, it's kind of long disintegrated. You can see the remains of such. Um, yeah, you see that in the bottom of the fountain. Uh, yeah, there's stuff in it. Squash is like walking up to Raul to look into the uh, fountain. They're like, wait, why is there a book in there? That shouldn't have anything metal in it. Maybe the book was about metal. <laughs> it's a book about metallurgy. <laughs> Says on the back of the written in the, blood. <laughs> says on the spine it was written by Rob Zombie or something. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> no, it's written by Metallica. Hey! God damn it! A metal metal book by Metallica. All right, the worst. Um, you don't see any really other reaction from her when you just comment on the things in the like. Okay. Um uh, I'm gonna look back at the the um artist drawings from the room before. That means Aethos looking back at the text. I'm gonna sit up against the fountain kinda like a bench, but not be in it yeah. or even close to in it, like on the floor. Outside of it. <laughs> there are actually also benches around the edge of the room. Great. You can sit on those. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to be kind. I'm going to remind you all, you're not stepping into the pink section unless you say you are, because yes. that'll be a dick move on my behalf. So, until you figure out what it is you want to do. I mean, it's not like... We've put all I... our stuff away. Is there really much concern then walking into the room? No, or sorry. Walking to the I think pink my... side, I should say. No, I, I think my brain's just running away with me. I started thinking that maybe we need to do offerings. The book part is just kind of uh, throwing me off. Uh I think, uh, Squash says, as he looks back into the the, um, uh, other room, I think we just have to acknowledge the existence of the nymph and then move on, I think. Because the the person in the picture clearly seems to be looking at the nymph. They seem to be greeting it or something. Makes sense. So, yeah. Um, Squash is just going to nod at the nymph and move to the pink side. Don't fucking kill me, V. Don't you dare. Are there any more decorations on things? Not really. It's only the the, the door. Um, okay. 
That's it, really. There's nothing carved into the statue, uh, sorry, into the, the nymph. There's nothing carved into the fountain. There's nothing carved in the floor. Um, it's just the door on the other side. Um, you step into the pink section, and since you are not wearing any metal, you don't feel any effects. Are you dead? No, I'm alive, and I'm just thinking. I think you're allowed to cross the room if you give something you, you like. Squash walks back to them. <laughs> I think the left side of the the other room, the 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 picture of the scale with people loving and a a, a, a trinket uh, on the other side. I think that's the reference to sacrificing something you you uh, like to this the thing. I I don't know why you would do it. I don't know what purpose that has, but I think that's what it's indicating. Well, but the imagery is of a scale, not a fountain for that one. Yeah. I'm I'm just yeah, you're right. I don't know. I I may be connecting things that aren't connected. Anyway, uh I think we can just cross as long as we're not holding anything metal and again acknowledge the nymph. And squash uh nods at the nymph and then walks back to the big side. <laughs> Take a persuasion check. Oh no, persuasion check. I'm not particularly good at those. That was a 15. Okay, I'll bear that in mind. You move to the other side of the room. Like, okay. Mm. Guess we just keep going then. Uh, Raoul, Lafian, and Zoltana, if you are walking past, acknowledging the nymph with a head bump or a quick hello or whatever it is you Good want time to do, zone. Minor acknowledgement. Yes. Good time zone. <laughs> Good greetings. Um, you also have to roll a persuasion roll. Oh, good. 19. Uh-huh. Why are you saying that? Why did you say a Harvey? What is that? Uh-uh. 12. <laughs> Still have disadvantage. Uh-huh. That was also a 12. You are all on the other side of the room. Woo! <sighs> all right. Uh... There was a door there, if I remember correctly, the description. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Squash is going to try to push it open. It's locked. No! Locked. <laughs> After oh, all no, a locked door. In... <laughs> Whatever shall we do? If only we had a master thief of some sort. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you're right, actually. I did catch you with the, the you know, that rod that Aren't you tried like to steal. So it... made of metal, though? Hmm? Aren't thieves' tools made of metal, though? Oh. <laughs> We're still on the pink side. Oh, you fiend. If I get really long, uh, long <laughs> Like knitting needles? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, give me a second. Um, you see the nymph's head just very slowly turn to look at you, like an unnatural turn, like an owl. Hi. We're just trying to figure it out. Uh, we'll leave as soon as we can. Um, <laughs> Squaws is going to think to himself, he's going to reach into Demi's bag and he's going to think to himself, basically just wooden, just wood. Ah, uh, fuck. Um, I know that's not fair to throw you away, but alas. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> now, don't you, you think wood? 
And as you pull your hand out of the bag, you find a set of wooden earrings that are carved with that are carved into the shape of spears. Why would you give me the perfect fucking thing, we? They're tiny, dude. <laughs> ah. But like <laughs> they're yeah. earrings, dude. Yeah, they're true. like really small. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, is there a keyhole on the door? No. All right, Squash is going to return the tiny spear and wooden earrings back into the bag. Thank you for that, Lee. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I, I will be referencing to, back for these in 30 episodes. Um, I'm not going to remember this. <laughs> it's, it's almost two in the morning. I won't remember shit. <laughs> you know, maybe you actually had a thought with uh, having to give up something then. Yeah. Um, Squash is going to walk over back to the other side, uh, open up the bag, pull out a golden coin and toss it in the uh Fountain. Um, as as you walk back across, like mm-hmm. the nymph's head turns to to follow you, and when you throw the coin in, she kind of like stands up, um, and she kind of like opens her arms wide, and she smiles at you, and she says, "Ah, so one of you have gotten this treasure or love? Take your pick." Hi everyone, Ral here. Thank you for listening to the episode. As usual, we hope you have enjoyed. Big thanks to patron Aurora. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you. If you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at TLDpod. You can find us on patreon.com slash blighthouse. And stay tuned for a show we've been working on behind the scenes at Blighthouse now for a while called The Sprouting. We are very excited to bring this out for everyone. So they told me to tell you that the show is going to be really scary, so I probably will have to leave the room. But for everyone looking for something mysterious and scary, maybe this one's for you, huh? With your long-forgotten name, we call upon you. We call upon you. In the words of the unspeakable language, we call upon you. We call upon you. By the spilt blood of the wicked who walk upon this world, sprouting the words of false idols, we call upon you. We call upon you. On the land of the dead harvest, that which brings the earth itself into your service, Yamal, we call upon you. We call upon you. We call upon you. We call upon you. The Sprouting, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast by Blighthouse Studio. Find us on your podcatcher of choice. Hey, Jenny, have you um, ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh, yeah, I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one never seen buffy before we will protect you our podcast is spoiler free so first time viewers can listen along safely ever thought to yourself i wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of buffy (laughs) your search is at an (laughs) end my friend because we did exactly that So if you've never watched Buffy or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.